everybody, and welcome to the Blockchain Expert uh, Insights um, podcast. This is epi- episode four. I'm delighted to have Linda Getz um, on the podcast today. She's the co-founder and EVP of DFM Data Corp. Hi, Linda. How are you keeping? Hey, Trevor. Doing lovely. Looking forward to St. Patty's Day tomorrow. Um, I, I, we are indeed oh, definitely over here, Linda. Uh, the, the, the waters won't be dyed green, but uh, we, we'll definitely make the most of it this year. <laughs> yeah, my, my Danish, English, Scotch, Irish roots uh, definitely resonate with, with fun traditions like that. So, yeah, and, yeah. And, t- and Touchwood next year will be back to a degree of uh, normality in terms of celebrating it. That's the hope for sure. Okay, so... This is a real focus, 10 minutes, Linda, and I'm going to start off like I always do with asking, what does blockchain mean to you? Freedom of speech. And I, I don't think a lot of people really grasp what that means, but the, the right to have a public distributed ledger that enables anybody around the world to communicate um, whether they're, they're voting with their dollars, for instance, you know, they're communicating with their purchasing power, uh, or they are actually expressing um, with data on the blockchain their, their beliefs, their, um, their, their, their why. They're, they're able to do that um, with public blockchains like the Bitcoin blockchain um, the opportunity to own pieces of art, to, to have non-fungible tokens that you can possess, even if you're living in a location where that type of art would be banned or prohibited. Um, it's, it's a personal opportunity. It's a right um, that I believe that we have as human beings to, to have freedom of speech. And blockchain enables that uh, globally in a very unique and different way. And if, if you look at the progression that, that history has taken us, we had single ledger entry, right? You know, you, you wrote your transaction on a, a cuneiform, you know, tablet, you know, stamping little triangles. Um, you know, that was a single ledger and that was a point of truth. And then we had double entry, you know, when the Venetians started trading, you know, um, the Silk Road, you had people traveling back and forth and you had to have the, the double ledger entries. Um, that was innovation that, that really changed the way the world works. And, and then blockchain came along with, with triple ledger entry and you had this verifiable source of truth and it had, um, you know, auditability and the, the, permanency, um, as long as the, the Bitcoin blockchain is supported by, by miners in, in a distributed fashion, then you're always going to have that data available. And there's, there's no way that anybody can change it, um, which, which is a, a tremendous thing. And, and then we're looking right now, um, there, I believe there's going to be a quad ledger that actually takes into consideration the the time and location aspect of things in a very unique way where where the the Bitcoin blockchain was able to take into consideration time, right? You can timestamp things. It's it's a a real strength. Um, But to to tie in location has, has never been uniquely possible like it is today with the 
it's it's a multi-key infrastructure that's I believe the kind of the next steps past blockchain. So I, I know your focus is on blockchain, Trevor. So I'm, I'm not wanting to to get away from that, but I want people to understand that um, innovation continues forward. Right? There, we're not we're not stuck, and blockchain has been an iteration of technology that has uniquely enabled um, things. This this uh, ability to have a voice globally. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing, but now to have agency, to have digital agency, um, for me as a human being to be able to be represented in the digital world in a verifiable way um, with this space-time continuum being taken into the, really the bones of the technology, that's something that hasn't been possible in the past. And I've, I've seen the tech stack that enables it. I've, I've participated in, in uh, helping build it out and, and take it from just conceptualization to implementation. And so I'm, I'm really excited. We're, we're seeing um, new next steps. And uh, it just like blockchain has, has changed the way the world works in a number of ways, um, we're going to see digital agency change the way the world works and the combination of, of blockchain being a thing and agents or AI um, giving us a voice in the digital world is uh, it's just the, the next progression that we're, we're looking at. That, that's fascinating. And um, the way you've gone from the kind of initial conception of what we know as the blockchain, which secures Bitcoin into the latest evolution that you've just discussed, Linda, in terms of digital agency. And I suppose, what kind of use cases can you see that? Because just today I've seen um, Gartner's emerging um, trend and uh, hype cycle and for 2020. And, um, you know, they're talking about um, digital health passports. They're talking about, you know, the idea of a citizen twin um, the idea of authenticated providence. Um, I'm really fascinated by this concept of um, digital agency. Can you see, or are there you going to be really use cases that are going to emerge in this area over the next couple of um, years, Linda? Yeah, and the, the one I'm most uh, personally interested in is the supply chain use case. And uh, throughout the, the COVID timeframe, we had... Oh, a meltdown in, in global supply chains in, in so many ways. And um, there, there's the opportunity for, for drivers, tractors, trailers, loads even to have a unique identifier and that unique identifier to be represented by a multi-key that is really a key space where there are an infinite minus one uh, number of keys that can be used by the agent to execute on behalf of the load, the driver, the tractor, the trailer, the location from which the load is going and the location to which the load is going, the company that is facilitating the transaction along the way, the companies that are selling the product, the companies that are receiving the product. We have all of these players and they're all in physical locations and they're all changing, well, some of them are changing location over time. And for that to be represented in the digital world, to have an auditability of that movement, um, that's what this tech stack enables. And the, you know, the, the representation 
that we've had in the digital world to date has, has been very limited. We've actually provisioned ourselves into other people's spaces, right? There's been websites and I, I want the services of the website or the app. So I provision myself in using a, a username and password. That's not really my username and password, right? I can request to, to have it um, you know, sent to me. There, there's a centralized um, entity that, that owns that, that platform. And once I'm provisioned onto it, they own my digital footprint in that platform, right? The, the cookies, the things that track our movements in the digital world to date, they, they haven't belonged to us. They, they, we don't own that footprint. And, you know, we've had companies that have sold that um, for their benefit and it hasn't benefited us as human beings. But to be able to have a multi-key and an, a digital agent that represents us in the digital world, in, in multiple ecospheres, even simultaneously is so powerful. It enables me to interact with my say .gov interface or my .social media interface or my .vet um, in a unique way where my .gov doesn't necessarily need to know what's happening in my interactions with my vet, right? Um, and, and vice versa. So it, it's that, that autonomy that's enabled um, in a verifiable way. And, and just like we have KYC, we'll have KYA, we'll have a, a know your agent structure where you know, governments will be able to confirm that they're actually dealing with the verified individual um, that they think they're dealing with, uh, and it will be through your agent. But um, it's, it's a progression where now when my digital agent acts on my behalf, I own that footprint, right? I, I have the, the right to access anything that is encrypted along the way with my multi-key over time and space, over um, you know, whatever type of transaction, whether it's getting a license or it's buying a house or, um, I mean, the, the use cases are endless. You know, we, we talked about supply chain, but um, you know, in, in financial services, there's, there's a whole new um, you know, scope of things that can be done. And um, you know, we're seeing edges of it with DeFi uh, and we're also seeing just the, the pain points of the traditional economic system um, amplified. And, and that's, um, that's a, an interesting uh, experiment that's occurring right now. And, and I think we'll, we'll take learnings from that and uh, take next steps into this, this world with digital agency um, with, with some hopefully better awareness around um, you know, what, what happens when you get too far removed from the, the real time value correlation. And um, I think that's, that's been one of the biggest issues that we've had. Um, anyway, I, I think I'm digressing. I apologize, uh, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not at all. I find it fascinating. You know, um, the idea that, you know, from a supply chain aspect, blockchain can, um, you know, um, add that anti-fragility aspect, not only blockchain, but it working in um, conjunction with surface mount technology or artificial intelligence or, you know, something else in the technology stack. And then what you were discussing in terms of digital self-autonomy, um, it's just fascinating, Linda. And I suppose this idea of, you know, the, the, the digital autonomy, if, if people want to, fo or the digital agent, 
if people want to find out further information, where would you recommend um, they go um, to find further information in that area? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to connect directly. Uh, LinkedIn is probably one of my, um, my best platforms for, for interacting with people that I, I haven't met previously uh, in person. So happy to uh, have that be a touch point. And then, you know, depending on, on their interests and the purpose of, of the connection, I can make appropriate uh, um, further recommendations. That's fantastic. Thanks a million for your time today, Linda. That's been a fascinating um, 10 minutes and we've gone over topics which have not been covered before, which is fascinating from my perspective. And, and um, I think the viewers um, on the podcast will also find it fascinating. Thanks a million for giving up your time today, Linda. Oh, my pleasure, Trevor. Thank you for the opportunity to connect with your audience. En enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Ciao.